Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tina Romy podcast. Thank you for joining me once again. So, let me tell you, I had the most awesome date ever. Uh, this woman who is, uh, let's see, she is so vibrant. She's funny. Uh, she is not bad on the eyes. Um, quite sexy. Um, just great company. Awesome vibe. Positive, optimistic. Uh, attracts people wherever she goes. Um, just drawing them in for conversation. And that person is me. So I had date night with myself. Who else better to hang out with? You know, I always say if you can't enjoy your own company, how would you expect anyone else to enjoy your company? So you have to like yourself, love yourself. And when those things are uh, jiving together, then you attract the same energy. Uh, and I believe that's how the universe works. You get what you put out. So that, you know, sums up why I know so many awesome people. <laughs> so listen, I um, I hadn't been to a concert in a while, not at the local um, Royal Farms Arena. Um, like the last time that I was there for a concert, I truly believe that it was in the 70s when it was called the Civic Center. And my mom and my grandmother um, took me, my sister, and my two aunts who are in the same age range as me and my sister. Um, so we went to the concert, to see, we went to the um, Civic Center to see the Jackson 5. And that was an awesome show. We had a great time. And it's been decades since I was last there for a concert. So I heard that Mary J was having a show. And this was right after her documentary came out. I was listening to a documentary and I was like, you know, listening, watching it. And I was like, you know what? I've never been to a Mary J concert. I probably have every last one of her CDs. But yet I've never gone to a concert. And I couldn't even believe it. I was like, oh, I've really never been to a concert. So when her tickets came out, I said, you know what? I am going to get a ticket and I am going to go to her concert and just enjoy that vibe, um, those classics solo. And that's what I did. So the show was actually... Um, a week ago, um, and this is how I prepared for the show. So instead of going out to dinner, I decided that I was going to cook dinner for myself that day. Um, I had, you know, figured out pretty much what I was going to wear finally <laughs> after going to the store. To I said I was going to. I went to to get a blouse 
uh, to match these pants that I was going to wear. And I wound up getting everything else and just changing my whole outfit. So I had my outfit all picked out. Um, I prepared dinner and, you know, picked up wine uh, so that I could um, have this awesome date with myself. And you know what? Besides that, who knows what you like or what you want better than you or when you want to do something or not better than you. That's why dating yourself is such a fantastic, unique experience. So anyway, so I prepared dinner first. Um, I made lobster tails with mixed vegetables and some garlic mashed potatoes. And I had, you know, I paired it with some white wine. Chardonnay. Um, so after I prepared my dinner, um, I took a bubble bath um, and enjoyed my bubble bath, listening to you know some of my favorite music and uh, sipping on yet another glass of wine while I did that. And then I got dressed. So I decided that I was decided that I was going to, um, you know, just be comfortable. First, I was like, yeah, I might wear some sneakers and a sweatsuit down to the show. I was like, no, I don't want to be that comfortable. But the thing about dating yourself, you're gonna you're gonna appease you, right? You're going to do what you want to do. Look how you want to look for you, not or, you know, any, you know, not with anybody else in mind when you're getting dressed. You know, I mean, let's be real, ladies. When we're getting dressed, going on a date, uh, you're like, okay, I'm going to show a little cleavage, or I'm going to show some legs, you know, or I'm going to show some back, you know. So dating yourself, you know, you, of course, you're, you're going to look good for you, but you're going to rock what you want to wear you know, what you're feeling, how you're feeling. So I just put on black and I wore some boots, um, you know, some white uh, low-cut boots, um, you know, a white bracelet to match the white boots and, you know, some jewelry. And I blew my hair out. It's blowout season. So I let my hair down, um, which is growing quite nicely. So I let my hair out. And I put on some um, neutral lipstick, some matte lipstick. And I put on uh, some, I wore some Tom Ford um, perfume, you know? So intoxicating fragrance, you know? And um, a beautiful smile to match. Um, after a couple of glasses of wine, and then I was set and ready to go to the show. So I um, get a ride down to the show, and the line was wrapped around the corner. I mean, like all the way around the corner. I could not believe how long the line was. And as we were approaching, I was like, 
hold up, let me roll this window down and just ask, is this the line? Because I couldn't believe it. And they were like, yep, this is the line. I was like, oh, let me get out right here. So I'm out in the line, you know, solo, just, you know, rapping to, you know, strangers, um, you know, talking about the line and how it's not moving and talking about my, the last time I was there, <laughs> that was decades ago for a concert and just having fun, you know, um, and, you know, just laughing and, um, you know, pumped and excited that, hey, I'm about to go and enjoy this, um, the pre-show, which uh, DJ D-Nice um, was the opening act, the DJ. So I'm in the line and I'm looking, I'm like, um, it's like 8.30 now. I don't know what time Mary's going to be on. I don't know if she's normally, um, you know, that rock star who is late for her shows or is she prompt? So I was kind of like, oh boy, uh, the way this line is looking, I might not even get into this concert until nine o'clock. So the line, I mean, truly the line was inching so slow. Um, and then I was like, you know what? It is just me. I'm going to jump out of this line and walk up the street and around the corner and around the next corner. And, you know, hey, it's just me. I'm going to get up in, in the line. So I was like, hey, you guys, I'm going to go and see what's going on up here, why it's so slow. If I don't come back, then you know it's that I am in, and I hope you enjoy yourselves, and I hope that whoever I'm seated by uh, is fun, because they're, they're going to be in for a treat, because I, you know, I'm going to have a ball by myself and with you beside me if you're cool like that. So anyway, so I walk up around the corner and when I get to the corner, I see that there is just a large group of people just standing at the corner. I look down the street, there is nobody in between this group of people who are standing at the corner and the line is moving nowhere because this group decided to just stand there. And I was like, oh my God. I am so glad that I got out of the line because I was able to just, really, I was just able to walk right up to the door and go in. However, as I was going in, I was told that my purse was too big. So I had to check my purse outside um, at some locker. Another detainment doing that. I had to actually go and um, pay $15 to have my purse locked up. Now that almost got me a little bit upset because I'm like, I'm already late. Um, and now I'm being detained. I have to wait in line to get a locker. So anyway, got past that, uh, got in. And as I was going in, I mean, you know, um, it was obvious that Mary J was on the stage in the middle of a song. And I was like, let me hurry up and get to my seat because I'm ready to party with Mary J and just enjoy this vibe. So I make it to my seat and the show begins. The intimate party with me and Mary J begins right then and there. And I'm going to take a break 
and come back and tell you how Mary was getting down last Saturday night. So come right back with me in just a moment. And I am back. So I am at my seat, standing to my feet, of course. I think I sat down once, and that's when she, yeah, for a second when she was doing intermission. Um, did I say I missed the the um, warm-up, which was DJ uh, D-Nice? Yeah, I, I totally missed that. So anyway, um, yeah, so I'm at my seat. There's a guy sitting beside me to my left, and I see that he's with his girlfriend or wife, his um, partner. And um, so, you know, he's grooving to the music, dancing and partying and, you know, videoing like I'm videoing, taking pictures. And then, um, which song comes on? Um, the song, um, Not Gonna Cry, How Stella, from How Stella Got Her Groove Back, that um, soundtrack, which was just a phenomenal soundtrack period. Um, it was released in like 1998. So that song came on. He sat down and she was dancing and moving and, you know, bobbing hand gestures to the music, to the song. <laughs> and I had a flashback. I was like, wow, I remember that time I went to see Jill Scott. My then boyfriend got us tickets to see her because he knew I liked her. Um, he was from Trinidad and Tobago. So he, the only music he really liked is like island music, you know, and that's pretty much it. So we're at the show and the whole time at the Jill Scott show, he, the whole time he's sitting down and he was actually literally going to sleep. So I had a flashback at that moment and I was like, you know what? Yeah, you know, dates are important, picking the right people for the dates. And I was like, I am so happy to be on this date with myself because I don't have to worry about, you know, if the person I'm with, if they're having a good time, because I just wanted to be there and just chill and listen to Mary's music. And if you are familiar with Mary J, who is not familiar with Mary J unless you're from another country <laughs> or another planet rather, <laughs> um, you know, I knew the music that she, you know, that she sang, the, the songs that she, you know, the things that she talk about are basically about, you know, relationships, you know, really raw relationships, you know, authentic um, details about what she has gone through and what she has survived. And I just love Mary. She's just a real, you know, she's just real down to earth and, you know, she doesn't hold anything back. Um, she tells it like it is, you know, she doesn't sugarcoat anything about her life. Um, so, you know, I'm sitting there, though standing there rather chilling and I'm like, yeah, I'm just so happy I'm here just with me, just feeling all this energy, just my intimate time, all those thousands of people around, but it's just me and Mary. I'm just listening and just talking back to her and just having a good time as all the other ladies <laughs> and guys are too. So it was really great. Um, you know, I just had that little flashback and had to bring that up. So yeah, you know, she was singing songs like, um, happy and don't go and, um, I'm going down and, um, real love and, you know, no more drama. And it was, a, it was like being on a, 
on a, you know, what was that game show? Um, Name that tune. <laughs> and you sing the lyrics or whatever. So, I mean, I just had so much fun, you know, and I had on the right shoes, you know, some flats, and I just partied the whole time. So, yeah, like, um, let's see, some of, you know, the songs that resonated with an era you know, which I was living, yeah, resonated with an era or, you know, just made me think about some things or whatever, um, such as uh, from the Mary album. Mary album was bad. That was like in 1999. Um, One of my favorite songs from that album is actually Beautiful Ones. And just a few of the lyrics to that one is, um, um, I give my flesh for yours. I sacrifice everything. Um, You are my dawn to a new beginning a lucky charm potato pie so sweet you make me cry you know that song that was just that was like the cutest song and it actually was out around the time um after my divorce um you know and I was you know getting back out there mingling and you know um because I had small children so that those you know that was my priority um but yeah that was a time in my life when I was you know a couple years out of my divorce um and that song was just so dear to me it was just such a beautiful song it's like you know like I said Mary always you know she just brings the realness about real things about feelings just just she's a feely person so her songs are just so deep and so um you know so thoughtful and you know make you think about things particularly relationships whether you're in a relationship out of one looking for one or whatever what have you her songs are basically all about relationships um another one of her songs that um that I was singing along to was the share, you know, from the Share My World album. Um, it was actually two songs from that one. Um, and that album came out in 97. Um, for instance, uh, let's see, Love Is All We Need. Everybody was on their feet singing to that song. Um, and just a few of the lyrics is, um, love is all we need to make everything complete. Let's make a new beginning. Um, I was recently happily divorced at that time. I was actually, um, yeah, happily divorced in 97 um, when that song was out. And, you know, just looking forward uh, to, like I was saying, you know, just mingling, you know, meeting people, um, you know, just changing my world, just changing, you know, the trajectory of my life, you know, because my relationship, it was an abusive relationship. It was um, physically abusive. Um, And, you know, it was just really crazy. Um, He was a jealous uh, husband with no reason to be. Um, And, you know, it was, it was crazy, you know? So yeah, um, love is all we need. And, you know, and I'm like, we actually need more than that. I don't ever want anyone to love me to the point where you feel like you have to put your hands on me because that is not love. We do need love. Everybody needs love. Um, We need um, love that is um, not crazy, (laughs) number one. Uh, 
love that is safe, um, you know, love that is uh, genuine, uh, love that is not asphyxiating, you know, uh, because when you love somebody, um, that doesn't mean you stop, you know, doing the things that make you happy as far as, you know, you, you have, um, uh, you have, uh, things that you like to do, hobbies, um, you should continue those. And I remember, um, thinking about that while I was married, I was like, you know, this man used to like to play basketball, um, you know, he used to like to do things and, you know, you shouldn't stop doing things that you like. You should uh, grow and, and expand, of course, with your partner. But anyway, yeah, like I said, that's Mary. She makes you think about relationships, be it past relationships, current relationships, or future relationships. And that's Share My World. That's one of those songs. Um, the other, um, let's see. Um, yeah, yeah, Share My World, actually, that song, Share My World, and um, the lyrics to that one goes, boy, if you stay, I all, I'll always make sure that you live to see a brighter day. Don't let our loving slip away. The things you um, do to me always make me feel like there's no one else but you. Promise you'll be true, always. Okay, so... You know, we were all definitely bopping and singing to that song. Um, I love that song. I still love that song. I loved it then and I still love the song now. But um, certainly I've learned that um, you can't make promises. You can't um, make promises like that. And you can't, you know, expect someone to make a promise to you like that because, um, love is an emotion and our emotions change. Um, now we're not going to have a debate about, you know, vows or anything like that because yeah, you say before God, uh, in your wedding vows, vows, you, you know, I think, well, the traditional ones you promise to do this promise to love, cherish and obey. I think that's what the traditional vows were. And of course, a lot of people don't do the traditional vows any longer, but, um, Something like that, when you really think about it, um, nobody can promise you that, you know, you can promise that you can be, that you're going to be respectful because you can certainly control, you know, that, you know, having respect for someone, you know, for caring for someone, you can definitely control those, but love, that emotion, you cannot promise that. Like I said, we are not robots. The only Thing that you can expect to um, be obedient or to promise, you can program a robot to do to do things. That's the only way that you can guarantee. And even they malfunction sometimes, but that's going to be the closest thing to you know getting a promise like that. So that was my take on you know listening to that song. You know today, you know current time, you know back then. Like I said, love the words, and I still do. But what I realize now. Yeah, that's some promises you just can't make, and that's certainly one of them. Um, then, uh, you know, from the Mary album, 99. Now, in 99, when the Mary album came out, um, do you remember that we were all expecting for the big doom and gloom uh, when 12 a.m. struck on the clock 
on December 31st, rounding into January 1st, that the whole world was going to shut down. The banks were going to shut down. There wasn't going to be any water. So everybody was stocking up on water during this period and, um, you know, just scared. I remember being in church, um, you know, praying and like, okay, expecting the whole world to change, um, you know, at that point, you know, that, you know, everything that was going to malfunction. But the song Beautiful Ones from that album, um, I love that. I love that album. Uh, and that song was like, um, I give my flesh for yours. I sacrifice everything. You are my dawn to a new beginning. I think I, you know what? Forgive me on that when I already spoke about this one. So I'm going to actually wrap it up. Now, my absolute favorite song of all time is My Life from the My Life album from 1994. Um, this song uh, is definitely very dear to my heart. I think about my deceased brother, um, JR. He uh, died at the age of 40. Uh, this was back in 2007 uh, when he passed away. And this was one of his favorite songs. Um, you know, he was a very kind person. A lot of people liked him, loved him. Um, but he had, you know, his demons. Uh, and this particular Mary J. Blige song, um, I, I just, it just has so much meaning. And the words to this one is, if you look at my life and see what I see, life can be what you make it. When you're feeling down, you should never fake it. Say what's on your mind and you'll find in time uh, that all the negative energy, it would all decease and you'll be at peace with yourself. You won't really need no one else except for the man up above because he'll give you love. This song is a beautiful classic. And let me tell you, I was surprised that I did not cry singing this song because um, you know, this song, more than any of them, um, this song definitely resonates with me. Like I said, I think about my brother, but not only him, I think about myself. Um, you know, <laughs> you have no idea the things that I've experienced in my life. So many, you know, we, we all have a story. We all have a trail of, you know, where things begin from the cradle uh, to the journey to the grave, as some <laughs> may put it. Um, a lot of things happen in between that dash, um, but it's how you, you know, how you analyze things and what you do when you face adversities, um, how you get over them, how do you work past them, what do you do, you know, to get that peace that we need to get rid of the negative energy. So my life one of my absolute favorite songs uh, that Mary J sang at the concert. Um, it was a wonderful, wonderful show. 
And the message that she brought forth was absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, saying that we are all family and that we have all been through a lot during this uh, pre-pandemic and now post-pandemic. Uh, and we just need to just love each other and show each other love and kindness. Um, I definitely agree with that message. So date night with myself was awesome. It was an awesome time uh, singing along with Mary and the thousand of other people who attended the concert, which was sold out. Um, everything was great that day from uh, the taking time to, um, you know, just take a nice hot bubble bath and listen to music, uh, to picking out the outfit that I wanted to wear, to blowing out my hair and letting it hang down, to wearing my Tom Ford perfume, uh, to getting a ride to uh, the venue after eating my delicious dinner that I prepared for myself, my lobster and mixed vegetables and garlic mashed potatoes and my Chardonnay. It was an absolute beautiful, beautiful night with a beautiful soul, myself, Tina Romy. And I certainly um, encourage you, uh, if you haven't done it at all, or if you haven't done it in a long time, take yourself out to a date, on a date, you know, do something that you love doing, you know, not worrying about what anybody else thinks, not worrying about how much fashionably late you're going to be or, you know, what you're going to wear to um, not look good just for yourself, but someone else. Just, you know, dating yourself and it being completely about you. Yes, do that. I'll say cheers to that. So. Uh, this concludes the show. And as always, I want to thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Uh, just be sure to like, share, and comment. Send me your comments, uh, you know, on the show. And as always, you know that you can reach me Um at my email address, which is tromipodcast50 at gmail.com, or come on over to Instagram and follow me at Tina underscore Romy. Also, come over there and check out the videos from the concert and my hair, how it was blown out to the nines, uh, and how it was really grown. Um, taking care of this natural mane, loving that, loving that so much. So thank you so much. Uh, and if you would like to support this growing podcast, uh, just send those donations to spotet, S-P-O-T-E-A-T, uh, and that's uh, at Cash App. Whatever you do, ladies and gentlemen, just be sure to enjoy your time. Enjoy life. Peace. Mwah.